Yeah. Yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. <laughs> I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleep but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Slackers don't get fed. Huh, yeah. Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the plow looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the church for five minutes and you're about ready to quit. I ain't mad at you. I'm just hitting you with the real. <laughs> if you died for me and I was still tripping, now how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This here's deep, huh? Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but you're stuck at trying to reach, huh? But after him who was able to possess your father by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now the point is this prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate. Visionary, 
um, Behind Hopes, Hands of Hope, Coaching, and the podcast Answers for Real Men, a company that's making lasting change a possibility for anyone that is committed to creating positive, happier, healthier, and more fulfilling experiences in their life, love, and work. And that's where we're going to get going at. Um, Arnie, you got so many positive things going on with yourself, man. So, you know, I'm going to let you get started and tell our listeners um, who you are. Let's get with that one. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Lamont, I'm a, uh, I'm a baby boomer myself. Uh, I'm a man that, uh, that's come through the fire and, and is still going through the fire each and every day because that's what life is all about. Life is not about uh, avoiding obstacles. Life is about uh, dealing with them each and every day, but dealing with them in, in an appropriate way that uh, allows us to grow and to give to um, the people in the community around us. And um, you said it right. Uh, we are There is a shortage of real men today, and uh, sometimes men don't want to hear that, but um, that's why I started doing what I'm doing as a, as a coach because uh, Lamont, my background is, is as a teacher, and a coach, but back in the day, you know, 35, 40 years ago, coaches were guys that went out there and got uh, others to perform athletically. And um, correct. And uh, and from there, I went on and, and started working with uh, folks that had uh, traumatic injuries, you know, uh, brain and spinal cord injuries. And uh, my own son has a brain injury, and he actually used to work for me, but. Uh, a lot of the things, Lamont, that I, the strategies that I came up with were from years and years of working with families that um, were literally at their rope's end. You know, the, they didn't have hope. It was all take, it was stripped away from them in their life because their loved one was, was, uh, was, was not there anymore in the, in the form that they right. had, had known them as. And so, uh, and we don't teach this stuff in, uh, in, in programs. We don't teach this stuff in schools and, Actually, I think one of the problems today is that we're teaching our young ones to to be softer and not to be able to handle adversity, and uh, that's creating a, a lot of problems out there more than we're more than we know. And um, and we can discuss some of that going on. But but going back to who I am, I'm just a man that that came up with some um, some ideas based on his own life because what I had to go through and what I went through with my, my clients. And when I closed my business in 2012 because of adversity, uh, I uh, was, was directed into becoming a coach. And I go, well, I already am a coach. What is that? And so I started looking <laughs> into it. and Yeah, I started looking into it and, and started meeting some really nice people with the Tony Robbins folks and uh, – some of the other coaching organizations, and I go, I can do this. And I'd been speaking forever, um, and so I started doing presentations on different different topics and 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 whatnot. But uh, I love getting up in front of people, and I love doing workshops for people. And I've, I've kind of uh, flowed into uh, this guy that will help your business or your family to to work better, you know, to get along whether it's between right. you and your wife or your girlfriend or with you and your kids or your, your workmates, or your team at work, uh, or your or team in general. Uh, because um, I like to say I teach the soft skills in life in Lamont because we don't, we don't do that. And, uh, and you know that. And I think that's why you made the comment that where's a shortage 
you know, and exactly. and you're that you're basing that on your observations or your own realities in life, and so I mean we can start right there if you want, but um, that's well, who I am. I'm just yeah. a man, you know, that, that's trying to figure it out. Well, actually, that that is a a, a good a good place to start because I, I look at. I guess my first question to you is why are men confused? But I just want to say too that uh, based on my own personal experiences living this thing we call life, you know, um, and I know I could blame a lot of this on society because I had the opportunity to be a little boy, you know, play with uh, the big wheels and the cap guns and the little scooters we made out of skates. I had the opportunity to be a little boy for a little longer time than I see kids now. I mean, see, my kids are uh, thrust into a situation where they have to deal with adult issues before they had the time to be children. And so which brings the question is, why are men confused to you? So that's the first question. And the second, of course, is when did this start? Well, I think men are confused today. A lot of it has to do, Lamont, with um, with the media, you know, and that involves movies, TV, news shows. Uh, I, I, you know, I feel bad for a lot of the athletes out there because uh, you know they're raised to to be aggressive and perform at a high level, and and then they don't they don't have outlets to be able to, to turn it off. Uh, men in general are put under this amazing amount of stress to get out there and kill the beast, but at the same time, they don't, they haven't been taught to to how to turn off the switch. We don't have our, you know, you got to remember, um, and these are all statistics that we can check out. There's there's upwards towards 50% of all homes today, Lamont, that are fatherless. So the role models aren't there. The the uncles, the uh, the the pastors and churches everything's so fast nobody has time time for anybody I remember many years ago when I joined my church in Lamont I, I just wanted to meet my pastor it took me almost six weeks to to get an appointment with him kidding wow. me what a, and I was going through some some heavy duty stuff man at the time and I had to meet another guy it, first how, how long did it take you to put some money in the collection plate not very long but I'm telling you what it, it that's the kind of stuff that 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 we're dealing with today, and that's why a lot of churches are are, are not growing. You know, you know the fastest right. growing religious organization. And this what? will blow your mind, man. You know, you know what it is? It's AA. AA. They 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 are exploding, and they don't they don't have fancy bands, and they don't have big video cameras and TV sets, and they don't play football games and and car racing they just show up and share man they just get real and that's all we want and they don't pass the plate around either so what i'm trying to say is it doesn't take a lot it just takes it just takes giving people especially men the opportunity in a safe environment to share what's in their heart and 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 right now young men and, and even men our age lamont are looking for that i don't care we we are looking for that, and and so where it started was the media trying to portray us as something that we were not. Men and women are different. I don't care what anybody says. We are different, and 
when men are not treated like men, they're going to start acting like boys. And uh, at some point, the boy's got to put away his toys and be a man. But but he's not being taught that. Um, I did a radio show here about two months ago, and we talked about a uh, a little study that they had done that compared to the early 60s, Lamont, there were some 40, I think it was, we came up with 43 um, shows, TV, movies, that depicted men as strong, grounded, virile men. Today, three. Now you tell me, especially if you're watching this stuff on, you know, on TV, movies, you know, whether it be Hulu or whatever they're watching, they're not seeing men acting like men. They're seeing men act like Raymond on that show. You know, it's a funny show, but guess what? I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be right. a wishy-washy guy that's being pushed around by his wife. And you know what? Well, when I talk to you. women, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you this on this point too. Um, and I know we, we mentioned earlier that, you know, it's 50% of, of men uh, homes are fatherless. And mm-hmm. do you think, you know, that that the young boys that are raised by, you know, the women that are, you know, the angry with the dads mm-hmm. and, you know, all the little mm-hmm. dynamics to go into, mm-hmm. you know, raising that? Because, you know, I've done uh, tons of shows talking about this, too, where, you know, there, yeah. there's women that don't want their little boys to go outside and play baseball or ride bicycles because yep. they're afraid that they're going to get hurt or, or get a scratch on them. Yep. But, but to me, mm-hmm. as a father, that's what little boys do. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. That's, that's no, what we you're, do, you're, you know. So that's where we you establish. You know, you're right. You're, you're spot on. The, we establish the difference between, you know, the, the young male growing up versus a young female. You know, um, and there's a lot of men today I run it now, man, don't even know how to change the flat on the car. And I'm like, what? That's right. I mean, uh, you, so, no, so I, you're worth it. <laughs> no, you know, you're right. Go you're ahead. right. I was listening to a, I was last, I was listening to an, uh, um, a national radio show hosted by a lady, and she has the three children, two boys, and she was talking to, um, actually, she was talking to Mike Rowe. Uh, dirty jobs guy and said you know we need to come up with a a, a, a boys camp uh you know to teach you know on the weekends to teach men how to change a tire uh and build things uh put the, you know do things that, that we used to do many years ago um you know even though i had a terrible relationship with, with my dad but at least i was out there or my friends i mean we were, we were doing things and and because there wasn't any tv and video games but at the same time he goes, well, we kind of have that. He mentioned the scouts and stuff like that. But she was really adamant about the fact that we need to have a place where boys can go on the weekends, not just go to soccer games and all these other sports that we're doing, which is fine. But I think we're obsessed with that as well because we all think our kids are going to become professional athletes. And instead of we need to we need how about making our kids into professional men? Because right. you know we need we need mentors. We need men to step up in your community. You know, there's so many th- ways that even guys that, it, it, and I don't want to put the blame on these ladies because ladies are doing the best they can because they don't know how. And that's why when I and I watch on TV or see these reports, and you know, that there are no differences between men and women, you know, my hand goes up and says BS. Just ask some of these women that are raising these 
these young men. It's hard, and they need they need a man in their life, a strong man that's going to pull them aside and say, "That's dumb," or "That's that's right. how you do it." And and we're just not getting that. And and to put that on women, that that is it's just not right. But you know, I'm, and, and again, we there's there's mutual. Um, we got to share this thing mutually because relate, and that's where I get in when I do a lot of relationship coaching. There's a lot of blame to go around, but forget all that. It's how about starting to grow? Let's. What do we need to learn, Lamont? What do we need to learn? And that's where I think shows like yours are powerful because you reach an audience guy try to do that needs to hear the fact that let's let's forget about what happened yesterday that that ended last night. Let's start the growth process. What do we need to learn? I mean, that's the first thing I ask these guys. What do you need to learn? What do you need to do to start the healing process here, whether it's with your ex or with your kids or with the guy next to you in the portal at work or with the girl you're trying to date, whatever. What do you need to learn that you haven't been taught instead of trying to fake it, okay, instead of, Instead of, you know, listening to the guy in, on the corner that doesn't have a clue himself, what do you need to learn? <laughs> and starting there, man, because you know what? You know, when kids when, when kids are raising kids on the street, man, it's a mess. Well, that's where all your gang activity is because they you don't better have believe any, you know, any structure at home. So, you know, they're going to mm-hmm. find it wherever they can find it. And, that's and, right. And again, you know um, – it's a vicious. It's 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 a vicious. It's a vicious cycle because here we got yeah. um, society, and I'm gonna put a lot of it on society, which is different than when you mm-hmm. and I were growing up. Because there was a time mm-hmm. where uh, if you and I got caught doing something wrong, you know, we got sent to the PE teacher. You know, we got sent to you know <laughs> the PE teacher. Yes, and, we and, did. And here come the here and here come the paddle. Here come the SWATs. Yeah, you know we oh, get yeah. swats, then we get, then we get sent home, and then we're gonna get it again. Um, you better believe you know, it. There was it a works. time. There was a time <laughs> when you know children, you know parents were allowed really to be parents, where you were allowed to you know to discipline your children. So now you can't discipline your children because if you discipline your children at home, um, you know you you facing you know uh, abuse situations, you know, and then it's okay for. You not to be able to discipline your children, but it's okay for the police to kill them. I, I don't get that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, no, I know. I, I, mean, I just don't. Talk about I, confusion, I don't get it, right? Know? No, that's where a yeah, lot of I confusion mean, I, is. I, I mean, are you exactly. kidding? Exactly. I was yeah. never, I was never, ever, 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 ever allowed to disrespect my teachers. I was never allowed to do that. Ever. That's right. Yeah. You know, but there's no, but, 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 but the kids, the kids aren't dumb, Lamont. They know there's no consequences. They, the kids going home to an empty house most of the time, or when he even goes home, and bringing up gangs again. You know, gangs provide, uh, they they provide an addiction for young men because they they give them a cert, a, a, a sense of certainty. They also give them a because the gangs there for them. They give them a sense of excitement, a variety. Because they don't know what's going to happen next. There's 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 something exciting going to happen. They give them a, a sense of connection with other guys. You know, you, you, they act and they also give them a, a, an identity. You, guess what? That's an addiction, man. Any of us 
if we do any activity in our life that gives us those four things, Lamont, we are addicted. And so that's how about how about this? How about this other word, um, Arnie? Um, structure. Dysfunctional as it may be, it, it's some form of structure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, heck yes. And kids, you know, I, I I've been coaching men, you know, since the early '80s. Okay, as as a, as a football, wrestling, baseball coach, you know, whatever. I mean, I I love these men. Some of my greatest friends today, Lamont are men that I coached in the late 70s and early 80s. These are men that have that went through hell. And you know what? They still call me coach and they and we talk just like just just like we never were apart, man. And but that's because these are all I call them my misfits a lot of these guys. But they but they were looking for structure. And we were in schools back then, we were allowed to give them structure. Families, when we grew up in Lamont, we had structure. Even even though I didn't get along with my dad, I knew when dinner was. I knew my mom. Yeah. I knew when, when when I was out with my buddies. If I didn't call, I was gonna get my butt kicked when I got home. I we had yeah. we had certain rules and structure that we had to follow, or we there was a consequence whether we lost the car keys or whatever, you know. Or when we were young enough, we got it. We you know we got some some piece of our behind handed to us, but there was, there was a price for, and it, and it doesn't have to be cruel. It doesn't have to be, and it wasn't, um, we didn't like it. I'm not saying I enjoyed it, but you know what? You and I can sit here and both agree, my brother, that when we were out, when we were out and we screwed up, we knew we screwed up. We didn't have to, we didn't have to come home and make up a story about it. We screwed up. You know, no, we, hey, we knew we knew why. Hey, look, we knew why we, we knew. were doing it. Yeah, we all we knew what we were doing. We yeah. had that little that hey, look, that little devil on your shoulder. Like that's right. You know, you shouldn't be doing this shit. And then that other one on the other that's side, right. man, go ahead, man. You can go ahead and do it this time. That's right. <laughs> that's right. We knew we were out there chasing. You know what? And and we knew it was going to cause us to be two hours late. It, it's all right. We knew, and we had to, we had to fess up. We had to man up. We had, you know, yeah. my dad didn't have to. He he didn't have to. He didn't have to say anything. He just, he just, he knew. We knew there was no, uh, um, there there was no story time, you know. And so, but today it's all story time, because we get to yeah. we get to blame and complain because it wasn't us. That's that's the first way that men step out of their responsibility today, uh, Lamont. We get they. We can we blame somebody else, and we complain about what life throws us throws throws our way. Did, uh, Arnie, did we put a time frame or did we put a period on? Um, you know, people always tell me about period pieces. Did we did we put a period on, on when does this start? I mean, do you think it, it starts earlier in the home? I mean, this confusion with men. I mean, do you th- uh, is mm. there a, a time in your opinion that you felt? That you feel that started where this whole thing I think started. The, I think the time was that probably um, somewhere around the mid to late '80s. I think it started. A lot of it had to do with um, um, some of the technology, technological changes going on, some of the sociological changes going on with how we 
treated our children, uh, the fact that the, the media wanted us to, uh, I think there's stories in Time Magazine way back in the 90s that, you know, uh, 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 of wanting men and women to be the same and treating everybody the same. Uh, I think a lot of that came in. You started to see the shift, like I said, with the TV show Raymond, which was an early 90s show, the shift in how men were uh, viewed in society as, it's away from the John Wayne type to the right. to the soft, cuddly guy, you know. Um, and, and so, so that started to take its toll, man. So you feel like doing that that transition right there, uh, mm-hmm. the men start losing a little bit of their luster as far as yeah. being the head of the household, uh, the That's strong right. go-to guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep, and they started losing, and I tell you what they lost, and I, and I talk to women all the time. They started losing respect of women. And, and and if you talk to any woman, sure, they all everybody likes to be around a guy that is mushy and does everything they tell him to do, but after a while, they don't respect that guy. They don't respect him, and they get rid of him. Right, real quick, too, real quick. That's right. He's fun to be around for a while, and then they go, well, I got girlfriends to do this. Goodbye. And, and, and they can talk to me. Hey, and look, the can you confused. come over and charge my battery? <laughs> can you come over and charge my battery? They yeah. don't know how to open the hood. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't know how to do anything like that, you know. And, and it's it's sad, you know. And you know, is that the guy? Is he the guy at home when there's a loud noise that's gonna that's gonna pick up a bat or head out outside and see what's going on? And, or is he looking at her going, "Are you gonna do something? Or are I gonna do something?" Right? Yeah, and after a while she's going, Why are you here, man? Yeah. You know, you're not you're not adding any value to my life. You're fun, you're cuddly, but so what? There's a lot of there's a lot of fun, cuddly people. I, I got I got stuffed animals on my bed that'll do that. Let me hit let me hit you with this one, man, because I've had this one too. Now, there in society, you know, there there's a lot of high profile high profile female uh, in the world now that have you know a lot of great mm-hmm. jobs, make a whole lot of money, and and yep. there's a lot of problems within the household because you know they're the major breadwinner. Their their husband, mm-hmm. significant other, or whatever, make a little, uh, uh, maybe sometimes a lot less money. So mm-hmm. they tend to want to gauge their respect level um, based on their income. Uh, when you when you coach people families, do you ever run up on those issues? Oh sure, um, but that comes from my ver- one of my first um, activities. I have men do in uh, in women as well. I have them. I call it my mirror work. It's nothing that I didn't I mean. I didn't invent it, but. It works. Can this guy look in a mirror and tell himself ten things that he loves about himself, Lamont? Because um, unless he can do that, then he's going to be looking at stuff like money and all these material things that don't mean a dang thing. Because if he if he has self worth and he believes he's worth it, then that's not going to be an issue. You know, a guy, a guy that marry, a guy with strong self-esteem and is grounded, he, and and knows himself. Because until you know yourself, Lamont, you shouldn't be dating and getting married anyway. So if he knows himself and he runs across a strong female like that, first of all, 
she will be attracted to him as a strong man. Now, she may initially be attracted to him because he might be a good-looking man, blah, 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 and, 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 and carries himself well. But if she finds out after a while that, you know, he doesn't have a job or he doesn't have this, he does. now that's up to her if, if she wants to stay with him. But let's say that they do connect, and he is confident, and he is working hard at what he does. You know, he could be a school teacher. He could be the de- best damn school teacher in town, and she could be a lawyer. Well, she's going to make ten times the money he's making. But you know what? He is a proud man making a difference in his community, you know, and and he treats her like a lady unless she doesn't want it to work. Now, if she only wants to hang around with people that of power, that have more income than her, okay, then, then don't get married. Okay, because it goes both ways as well. And because if you're if you're a confident man, and and you want to be, you could be you could be driving a garbage truck for all I care, and you are and you're going to be the best garbage truck driver on the planet, and you are strong and you carry yourself well and you're confident, and you know how to treat a lady, and you and you're and you're a phenomenal dad and you love and you love what you do and you love people. Guess what? There's nothing wrong with that at all. Right. And but that's what it comes down to. So, so yeah, I mean, sure, it's an issue. It's an issue if they want it to be an issue. It's not an issue, Lamont. If you have the key to the key to a great relationship, Lamont, is two people that know themselves, know their personalities, know their wants, know their know the things that they need to change about themselves that only they can change, not the other person. And and know and love unconditionally because if you love somebody unconditionally, it doesn't matter how much money you make, Lamont. Conditionally meaning without condition. Wow, <clears throat> that's a powerful statement too. Because but how many of us today in this fast-paced society really know how <laughs> to do that? We don't. That's where. That's why what I'm doing right now. Is an impactful thing, and I'm not the only one doing it. But there's there's a huge need out there, and the reason Lamont that there's a huge need is because men men don't talk, they suffer. Okay, yeah. they suffer in and, silence, and, 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 and that's where because we because uh, we the snake snails and the puppy dog tails, and what is what that's is right. women and sugar and spice and everything nice. Mm-hmm. So so when we want to, at least. Talk and I'll, I have this other saying too that men sharpen men and steel sharpen steel. You, you know, better believe um, it. Because real men, you could talk to and have a real honest conversation, and yep. they know how to deal with corrective criticism, and and they accept that and they learn and they grow from that. And then you could talk to another type of guy that you would consider is a man. And, you know, they won't look you eye to eye. They'll look off, and you can kind of almost tell instantly that you're wasting your breath. Yeah. You, you know, know, you know they're not, not ready to receive the message. No, they're not, and that's, a, and that's the vast majority. Let me tell you a, a quick story that this was an article that I ran across that was um, it was in the early 2000s, and it, it's we're going to use some animals here as it's a metaphor, but in South Africa, they have these gigantic game reserves, right? Well, in one of them, there was a, there was a a large uh, group of elephants and it was getting too big for the preserve. 
so what they did is they moved some of the younger elephants over to another preserve. This is a true story, and you can look it up online. But um, And they noticed after a few years something was going on. They, they saw some of the white rhinos and some of the very – some of these animals were being killed, and they thought their poachers were coming in there and killing them. So they put cameras up in the park. And what they found was blew their mind. They found that these young elephants had, had grown together and became a gang and were going around and terrorizing these other animals. And um, it was, yeah, so, so they put their brains together and said, what have we, got a, we need a solution to this. So here's what they did. They went back to the old parks, and they found the biggest, baddest bull elephants they could find. And they'd never done this before. Because remember, they moved the younger elephants. So they had, to, they had to create these massive, massive trucks that had not been developed yet in order to move these gigantic bull elephants. And they, pulled, they brought in a few of them and put them in the park. And within weeks, Lamont, Weeks, these old bulls straighten these young young whippersnappers out. They put them in their place real fast, and it all stopped. And and so part of my part of my vision as a coach, as, as a men's strategic coach, Lamont, is to find other bulls like me and like yourself that want to say stop enough of this nonsense. We need to come together as men and say, young guys, listen. And it starts with us, Lamont, because if we don't change our own selves, if we don't get our own relationships lined up right, if we don't start treating ladies the way we're supposed to, then these young guys in the NFL and all these other guys that are going around slapping women and doing stupid things when they don't need to, they're going to keep doing that stuff. You know, because they got money, they they can pay their way out of stuff. But they need to see they need to see John Wayne step up and say, "This is how you treat a lady. This is how you respond to what life when life kicks you in the teeth. You don't run around and complain and blame about it. You figure it out. Okay. Sometimes the obstacle is the way. Sometimes what's blocking your way in life is is what is going to provide you the way. Okay. Instead of instead of just running around it all the time, let's figure it out. And it's gonna and it takes. It takes guys like us, Lamont, they're going to say, listen, I can help you. You know, I can, I can work with you. You know, um, we can come up with some strategies. I can help you make the changes you want to make if you want to make them. I'm not going to make you do anything. And I'll, and I'll be here to listen to you, too. When you, need, when you need somebody that's going to listen to you and hug you. You know, I was at my 40th reunion last night, Lamont, high school. And... You know what's neat about that is I went around the room, and this is the first time I've done this in all the years that I've gone back to these things, and I was hugging more men than you can shake a stick at, dude. It wasn't about handshakes. Wow. It was about hugs, man. And you know what? That takes, that takes courage in today's world. When you have men in your 50s that are willing to hug each other and not worrying about what society's going to think, we need that because, that's, to me, that's the icebreaker that says, Hey, I'm here for you to hear your stories, man. And there was a lot of guys in that room I wanted I wanted to go and hug to because I could I was as a coach I, I've I've gotten very good at looking in people's eyes, Lamont, and know that there's trouble, that there's a man that's hurting. He needs another man that's just say, Hey, I'm here for you. And there's one guy in particular, and I put him in my journal this morning to pray for, 
because I do that every morning. I write down people that I want to pray for. And I wrote his name down, cause I, and I prayed for him this morning that, you know, he, he was troubled, and he needed somebody, to, I could tell, that he to want to talk to him. But with, it was just so much going on in the music and everything, and, you know, you can't talk to everybody. But, boy, it really troubled my heart. But but we need we need guys to step in. It doesn't have to be just guys our age. It could be men in their 20s and 30s. You know, these young millennials, I love talking to millennials because some of them are really neat guys to be around. But there's a lot of them that are uh, just out there just screwing up, man. Well, Arnie, I think, too, what what – the guys need to do is learn how to get out of their own way. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. they deal a lot with these little fake egos and this fake pride. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To me, the the, yeah. the issue is what what's more fake to you? I mean, to to put up this facade or uh, get past that mm-hmm. and, and and really talk to somebody that could could give you the answers. You know, such as yourself, mm-hmm. like what you're talking about. I mean, guys, they don't want to come up and talk because they feel like it's going to make them weak or uh, feel less than. You know, but to me, they should feel just the opposite. If I don't confront this demon, you know, if I don't deal with this issue, that's weak. Right? No, no, no. It's it, it's it, that's the confusion, Lamont. What's what is what is a real man? I mean, you know, to me, I, I go through some things where, you know, a real man has got to he's got to reject this passivity stuff. We got it. We got to reject it. You know, you. And we're not doing that. We're not. We're. And a lot of it, we could say they don't know, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like when I coach people that want to lose weight. You know, is there anybody that you know, Lamont, that doesn't uh, understand that um, that uh, sugar's bad for them? You know, they. No. We all know that, right? Just like you know, right. years ago. How many how many people knew that um, um, smoking is bad for you, right? Did somebody have to keep telling you that smoking is bad for you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, but in today's world, it seems like you know uh, we need to reject this passivity in, because. But I I think it will help. I really do believe that it will help to get. Uh, um, to be surrounded by other men that are showing us the the, the 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 right path. I mean, as a coach, part of what I do is 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 tell people, no, this don't go right, go left. You know, it's like if I was coaching a football team, I'm gonna call the play, but you got to run the play. But we're gonna practice first. I'm gonna teach you the skills you need. So I'm gonna teach you how. To be a man, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, like like I talked about earlier about that man class. I'm gonna teach you how to change a tire. I'm gonna teach you how to treat a lady. I'm gonna teach you how to talk. I'm gonna teach you how to carry yourself. I'm gonna teach you how to love yourself like your freaking life depends on it. You know, uh, so, why why are men so my, why are men committing suicide? You know, come on. So my question to you here is, when you when you when you Advising them, coaching them. Do you feel that this? Because I think a lot of these guys have a, 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 a. I don't know. The 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 Indians used to say they need more iron in their word, um, mm. which takes mm. me to the point that I think uh, the guys are weak in character. How how do mm. you how do you feel 
their character because I, I deal with people, professionals all the time in my industry, you know, and, mm-hmm. and stuff come out of their mouth. And I'm like, why do they volunteer me a lie? You know, they don't have to do that. They don't owe me no money. I don't owe them nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So why why would you just lie? Where, where does that come from? You don't you don't really have to do that. And to me, it, it creates a disrespect issue with me. And I don't I don't say nothing because they tell me the only thing worse than disrespect is no respect. Yeah. But well, that's step two. Why After do these men today? Activity? Yeah. Why do these men today just uh, feel <laughs> the need to volunteer lies? Well, here we go. After rejecting passivity. Number two is they have to accept responsibility for their life. And so what happens a lot of times, Lamont, is they, they're going to make up a story, man, because they don't want to accept responsibility for what's going on in their life. So it's easier to tell Lamont a story, some BS, some nonsense, and uh, figuring, well, he's not, he won't check me out or he won't do this or whatever it is. They're going to tell themselves a story and, wow. and instead of changing themselves because, you know, like I said earlier about complaining and blaming – you know, the the first thing we can do to better to to, to better our situation, uh, it's not always the easiest. Is to make a change. You know, go back to school. You know, take a class. Uh, talk to Lamont. Hey, Lamont, I, I, you know, come to you, man, and basically be on your knees and say, Lamont, I need your help, man. I need some advice, and then be willing be willing to take it and do something with it. That takes courage, man, because that's step three. Is is as far as leading courageously, and that comes with leading your own life courageously. So to answer your question, these men, uh, it, it takes a lot of guts and courage and bravery to do the things you're doing, to tell the truth. To, to, and that comes back to, do they love themselves, Lamont? Can that, can that man <laughs> look in, in, the mirror, in the mirror and say, I love, I love Arnie because Arnie is a man of integrity. Arnie is a man of courage. Arnie's word is everything. You know what? I had a guy coach me a long time ago. He was an old football coach. He's now a speaker and a coach. He's one of the guys that helped me get into this. And um, his actually his name is Joe Pichy. And he told me years and years ago, he goes, when he was coaching football at Youngstown State, he said, Arnie, he goes, one of the things I, want, I share with men all the time, and this is before the age of computers and stuff, he goes, return every phone call. And he goes, when I was coaching, these young men would come to my office and want me to help them with things. And I had other coaches call me to help them get into school. He goes, I don't care. If it was midnight, I returned the phone call. And you know what that built? That built integrity with these other coaches and these other programs around the country. So whenever I showed up at a conference or what whatnot, I may not have been at the biggest school, but these coaches all respected me because I was a man of my word. And I tell people right. that all the time. I said, you want to make a difference right. in life right now? You return every text. You return every email. You return every voice message. You return these things, you know, because and, and, I, I get sick of it just like you do. You know, you leave a message with somebody and, and forget it or, or text or something, and it's all blown off. And, and, and all that <laughs> does is, is build – there's no integrity there, is there? Right. Nope. No. No. Not- but we're not teaching it anymore. We're not teaching it. We're teaching do your own thing. That's what we're teaching. Or they'll tell you some stuff, tell some stupid stuff like, well, I, I called you. Didn't you see my number? And I'm like, look, man, 
I get a thousand phone calls a day. Do you think I got a time to sit here and look at my phone to see who called mm-hmm. to hang up? <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Well, I mean, it, I mean it all depends on what crazy. they want. I mean, if it's something, if it's something that they want, it's really important. Boy, oh boy, man, you better get back to them, right? Yeah. Or they're going to come down on you like a a, a, a hailstorm. But that, you know, but but Lamont. Honestly, that's why we need shows like yours. That's why uh, the, what I call the men's space is growing, um, meaning that guys like me, and there's a, there's, there's a lot of us, we're, we're reaching out to these guys. So in time, men aren't going to have – we're going to take away that excuse that says, well, I don't have anybody to talk to. Yes, you do. We're out here. We're out here, and yeah, these guys are pretty smart. And I wish they'd pick they up, Google they pick whatever up they the want. phone. Yeah, they can press number one on the phone right now and join this conversation because That's right. I would like to see more men stand up and be men so the women can go back and start being women because I'm tired of seeing these women right. look like men. Right. You know, so. And you know what? Go back when we get off this. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. You're exactly right. Women do want to be women. I can't, I, I believe, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. You know, you get them behind a closed door. And you sit these women down after they stop crying, because they're going to get emotional with you. They are they are looking for real men. I'm in a lot of relationship groups on Facebook and whatnot. And man, oh man, I'm, I I about want to pull my pull every last hair out of my head because these poor ladies. And, and and I'll be honest with you, some of it's their fault. I'm not blaming everybody. Everything on men because men take enough abuse. But I tell you what, they are looking for a guy that was going to step up. And, 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 you know, honestly, and I, uh, when I, I say this because I mean it, but they are looking for a guy on a white horse to come up and take them on a grand adventure. And then on the right. other side of it, they'll make fun of that, and, and men will make fun of that. And you know what I say to that? BS. You know what? That's a standard. And, Lamont, unless we set the standard high enough, we are in for a, a real, real awakening, a real mess. On our hands, it's bigger than we could ever imagine. So, because women and, are, and, and go ahead. No, I want to just throw a little flip side of that too, since we're gonna be fair on this show today. Sure, uh, sure. Uh, women, stop sending your daughters out there to go find this guy That's on right. this white horse to come save you and rescue you. Why you don't educate mm-hmm. your daughters so when they find this guy, they got something mm-hmm. to bring to the table. You know, you better uh, believe it. They look good. They look pretty. They have nice bodies. They don't know how to cook. They don't know how to type. They don't know. How to, they don't know how to do mm-hmm. nothing. So when this That's guy right. on this white horse, nine times out of ten, he's going to be a businessman, a professional. So yeah. what happens? If this guy break his leg, break his arm, can't work no more, and mm-hmm. he's looking for you to take over his enterprise. But you can't do that because you don't know how to do nothing but make hamburger helper. Yeah, that's so, right, lady. Well, I, I, step I, your step yeah. your game up too. You're exactly right, Lamont. And I get so annoyed uh, about it when I see some of these ladies posting some of this nonsense that they're doing and and and, lo- and looking. They want these men to be boys, and they and they encourage them to act like boys, and then I then they turn around and they get they get all hurt or they're all when they get rejected and and because they get treated like a toy, and I'm saying to myself, well, what did you expect? You've encouraged them to act irresponsibly. You've re, you've encouraged them to act like little boys, 
And then all of a sudden, when it doesn't go your way, it's like, oh, you know, my world is falling apart. Well, well, guess what? If we start from the beginning, it's like the old saying goes, Lamont, all that begins well has a great chance to end well. All that begins terribly, good luck. Good luck. And so, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, how can you get in a relationship with somebody, like I said earlier, if you don't even know who you are? And, and so you're exactly right. Until these ladies, you know, if, if they want to attract – I always look at it this way. What do I want? Who, who do I want as a man? You know, boom, boom, boom. List 100 things. I don't care. And then I got to look at that list and say, man, if I'm going to attract that man, what do I need to be in myself to attract that? Do I need to be good looking? Sure. Do I need to dress well? Great. Do I need to have good hygiene? Probably. Do I need to know how to cook? Do I need to learn how to do these other things, keep a home? Do I need to learn how to, to do business? If I want to attract a, uh, an entrepreneur, do I need to be flexible? Do I need to be accepting of his schedule? Do I need to, if, I want to, if I want to run my own business and, 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 and be attracted to another entrepreneur, do I need to know how to have these business skills as well? Maybe. Maybe I need to go to school and learn that stuff. But, but you've got to know what you want, Lamont. First, and then you look at it and you go, okay, who do I need to be? Because some man going in there trying to change her, that's going to create a lot of animosity, a lot of friction. It's not going to work. Just like you trying to treat, you try to tame an entrepreneur and say, you need to be home at a certain time and do this. Good luck. You're going to drive yourself crazy because entrepreneurs, we, we are out there spinning it, man, 24 7. Our brains are on fire because that's what we do. And, and so, if if you're in a relationship like that, all you're going to do is create problems for yourself. So it has to come down to what they want, who they need to become, and then are they willing to do the things in their lives, the changes, to attract this man, and and and, and maybe go to their mom, you know, and say, hey mom, I need help with this. I need to learn how to 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 cook. I need to learn how to clean. I need to learn how to do laundry. I need to learn how to do these things that are important. Because I know this, as a man, my mom, you know what she did? She taught me how to do all those things. You know why? Cause, and I don't know if it was the healthiest thing in the world, but she said, I don't want you to ever be dependent on a woman. That was yeah, her, I got that the was same lesson. Mode. <laughs> I got the yeah. same lesson. I don't, no, I don't need – sometimes that drives my wife crazy because my wife is a good cook. But I don't need her to cook for me. You know, I don't need her to – because I have a son with a traumatic brain injury, and that takes a lot of energy out of her. And there are so I'll make my own meal. You know, I'll make meals for her and I. You know, I'll do the laundry. She may not like the way I do her laundry, but I'll do the laundry. You know, there was a time when you know I'll, there are certain days that I'll clean. You know, and uh, I drove her. I, I, I really, uh, we, she was gone for a couple months this summer with my daughter and my son, and um, she wanted me to hire a cleaning. I said, no, I'll do. It. I'll, I'll do it. She goes, Oh, really? And I did. I cleaned this house like you wouldn't believe. I learned a lot, man. And uh, she was totally impressed with it. So I, next time I have to do that, I mean, I probably hire somebody, but I can do it. But I, but I, but I did it. You know, I stepped up. And and we can do these things. Men can do these things. We can we can grow. You know. And so if men can do it, women can do it as well. And guess what? Strong relationships, Vermont. It's not about. You know, money's great. Money gives us options, you know, but besides besides our spiritual life and our health, the rest of it are things we can learn how to do. I can learn how to please my wife if I want to. 
You know, but she can't make me do it. I have to want to. Right. You know. That's how it is, though. If people want to change, if men want to change, they first have to want to. And and women need to understand they can't teach a man how to be a man. They Mm -hmm. can't make a man Mm -hmm. a man. Um, That's something that he has to do. They better go out. They want a man, Lamont. If, If a woman wants a man, she has to go out and find the man. She can't go out and find a boy and say, I'm going to turn him into a man. She, that will never work. But they do it over yeah. again because they want to go out and oh, rescue yeah. somebody. They want to go I rescue know, and it's them. not that – yeah. But you know what, Lamont? Isn't it – haven't you found this in your own life and with men you're around with? If, if I, I, t- I told men uh, some men last night. I said, if you go through a bad relationship, divorce, whatever it is, the next one should be better if you learn from the previous. It should be better because you can describe your nightmare to avoid it. The problem is you see it all the time. I see it all the time. We go back and repeat the same nonsense because we didn't learn from it, and it's <laughs> that's, worse. That's funny. Hey, look, the same same body type, same build, same mm-hmm. look, same mm-hmm. attitude. The only thing mm-hmm. is different is the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. different I see it man. all the time. It drives me nuts. Me man. too. But what are you doing? Me too. Me and and too. it's like it's like you should you know I, I don't like to start on the negative side of it with these especially with ladies when I'm coaching ladies. It's like describe your nightmare, and they they describe. Well, I don't want anybody that drinks. I don't want anybody that does drugs. I don't want anybody that hits me. I don't want boom 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 boom. But they list ten things they don't want, right? And then the next thing you turn around is like here they are dating some idiot again because he. Look good, smell good, had a nice car, but he treated her like same crap. Mold. Yep, same yeah. mold. They come out of the same mold, same thing. The only mm. thing different is the name. The name. And, and I like I like to tell the guys that they stuck on stupid. I don't know how else to explain it. Come on, man, you're doing exactly <laughs> the same thing. What is the same exact same thing? Same thing. She's the same way. Uh, she's a gold digger. She cared nothing about you. Just the same mm-hmm. type. They date the same type people all the time, and when they get the same results, they're like, well, well, well what happened? Yeah, well, you is what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not ignorant anymore. Once you've gone through it, you ain't ignorant anymore. You're just dumb. Yeah, you're, you're just, just a glutton for punishment. Hey, you're a glutton yeah, for punishment, like, so go over there and take it and just shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I, I like this one better when I do a lot of – when I'm doing my dating stuff. It's like, look, um, the uh, love at first sight is real. It's a chemical thing. It's actually a chemical process in our body when we meet somebody like that. And then I go, then what? Because you can only spend so much time doing you know what. And then you better then you better be able to carry on a conversation. Then you better be able to have some common interests. Then you better be able to do some things to create a relationship, or you are in for a nightmare. You're in for a nightmare. But I see it happen time and time and time again. They just go out. They meet that that person that looks great, feels good, makes them feel good. And if you are in, if you're looking for a relationship. You're in for trouble. If you're just looking to just, you know, a one-night stand, okay. But at some point, you know, at some point you're going to have to take a stand in, in, in your life um, and create something for yourself. Or you're, you're, in, you're just in for a lot of heartache. 
Well, Arnie, we got, um, oh, man, the time be flying when we're having fun. But we have a few minutes left on the show. Could we touch on your son and your situation with that quickly? Yeah, real quick. He uh, He's 37 years old. He uh, he used to work for me when I had my first my first rehab company. I used to own some re, uh, physical therapy where we did brain. We actually did brain and spinal cord injuries. Think about it. And so one one afternoon, 17 years ago, well, 16 years ago, in uh, 2001, he uh, had some cancellations and decided to go out drinking and driving with his buddies. And um, bam, got a, his buddy uh, best friend died in the accident. He uh, received a traumatic brain injury, and um, um, and so my wife is the the uh, the number one caregiver. She takes, she does everything for him. He gets the best care in the world, but it has taken its toll on her physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, uh, and on our relationship. But it's taught me a lot about relationship work, Lamont. It's taught me a lot about being a man. It's taught me a lot on how to tell other men and teach other men that there are things you can do if you want to. But yeah, he's, uh, he's totally dependent. He can't talk, walk. Um, he needs 24 hour care. And just like today, I'm here uh, talking to you, and he's in the other room. I'm taking care of him because my wife is out of town uh, visiting my daughter in L.A., and, and I'll be picking her up about an hour after I get off the show with you um, because she needed that time. And um, that's just the way it works, man. Some people might say that ain't fair. I've had many men in my life tell me, Arnie, why do you guys do that? And I say, well, because he's our son. It's what he's supposed to do. Right, and and that goes back to what we were talking about too. A lot of these guys need to start looking at themselves in the mirror every day and ask them who they are. And I guess when they get the answer to that, then they will also find out how to approach or address the situation. Because either way you're going to be, you're either going to be a man up or a man down. <laughs> I guess. No, you're exactly right, Lamont. It's either you, you either step up. And you know what? I forgive everybody. You know what? I'm not here on this planet to judge anybody. I will forgive you. I will love you and forgive you. I will encourage you, and uh, and I will I will try to understand you. I will never try to to make you do anything that you do not want to do. And that's just I've that's a growth that I've gone through in my life as a coach. You know, to encourage and understand because. As men, we all want that. As people, we want that. We just want to be encouraged and understood. But I tell you what, you know, uh, on the other side of that, you know, I don't want to be told what to do by you. And um, but if, but if somebody's living the living the word and living their word, Lamont, I have nothing but respect for that. You know, and we need more men that are just going to step up, like you said, and and be who they are. Be. If their word says I'm a man and they're and that's what they live and that's what they project, man, I got nothing but respect for that, man. I, I don't care who they are. Right. I got nothing but respect that's for that. Right. And, uh, right. Arnie, and I don't want the show more to cut like off. Right. No, no. We don't want to cut the show off. It's about 20 minutes left, but I want you to come back again and join us again. And this show will be available for all those who just joined us late. It will be available worldwide in the next minute or less, so you can catch it in its entirety. And, Arnie, I want to thank you again for joining us, and I want to uh, invite you to come back and see us soon so we can continue. Yeah, I would. Hey, do you mind if I tell people where they can go find me a little bit? Go ahead. Put it in. Yeah. 
Let's go. You can go two places, uh, TotalRecoveryArizona.com. You can also check out my podcast, Answers for Real Men, on iTunes. We'd love to have you come over there and check it out, subscribe. And my podcast website is Answers for Real Men. And if you got the courage and the guts, give me a call. I'll talk to anybody because a phone call could change your life. 602-390-9144. 602-390-9144. Like I said, one phone call could change your life. Absolutely. And thank you again, Arnie. And uh, spread the word, and we'll continue to do the same. Thank you, my brother. And I'll be in contact with you. I love what you're doing, and I would love to, to help you out some more. You're You're a blessing. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Love you, too. Peace. Love you, my brother. Bye-bye. Be <laughs> 